Welcome to Logical Perspectives with Marge and Mr. Jones. Before we get started on today's hot topics, I just want to say you can find us at Where's the Logic on Twitter without the apostrophe. We love engagement. We can disagree, but please always be respectful. So right now, um, we're going to start with this whole Nick Cannon Viacom situation. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick Cannon was recently fired from Viacom and it pulled wild and out from the TV. Yeah. Um, and so it's sparking kind of a big, a bigger conversation um, that I think is happening from Nick's side where he's basically trying to make points mm. and I think some of those points aren't hitting the way he thinks they're hitting mm. so let's start um, with what he said he said basically that and I'm summarizing that white people had to rob, steal, rape and kill in order to survive because they don't have melanin that they were actually savages and they were barbaric and closer to animals that's why they built up this conquering and barbaric mentality now this wasn't posted recently but it has resurfaced and Viacom like almost immediately severed ties. Nick then responded after so by saying that he, um, and this is what he said, this is an excerpt. I am deeply saddened in a moment so close to reconciliation that the powers that be misused an important moment for us to all grow closer together and learn more about one another. Instead, the moment was stolen and hijacked to make an example of an outspoken black man. I will not be bullied, silenced, and continuously oppressed by any organization, group, or corporation. I am disappointed that Viacom does not understand or respect the power of the black community. He then went on to critique um, Viacom for swindling his ownership of his brand, Wild and Out, based on broken promises and trust, and how Viacom has consistently mistreated and robbed black people, underpaying their biggest talent on BET, Love and Hip Hop, and of course, Wild and Out. One of his ending thoughts was he was demanding full ownership of his billion dollar brand, Wild and Out. He eventually did apologize to the Jewish community, and the mass singer will continue to keep him as a host. Um, the fate of the cast of Wild and Out is undetermined at this time. However, they stood in solidarity with Nick. Initial response. So, yeah. Um, so, where we are with this is... First, I want to touch on the actual content of what Nick was saying. And it's a historical nature, firstly. Um, it, but but also, I want to say that, you know, he is obviously very much so a part of this Hotep collective that, you know, spew a lot of information that essentially um, provides a different interpretation or a skewing of, you know, what we know to be Fact. true or history. Okay. And of course, the argument always goes back to, well... How can you as a black person ever believe what the mainstream or the majority has once led you to believe because of some of the shortcomings or feelings that have happened, you know, through education or otherwise that, you know, would make black people distrusting um, of the system and certain things. And, and, and I that's not lost on me. Right. The problem with that is I don't think a healthy alternative or response to that is let's replace more unfounded information 
And this is what we have to validate just because it's coming from our fellow black man. Um, that to me is not productive or helpful for any meaningful conversation surrounding race or what have you. So, so, so that is definitely my first point is um, this whole nature of, of conspiracy theories leading the way. Um, I, I, and the thing is, I get that emotionally they're almost necessary for people at this point because there's almost like... It, to me, they're used to explain the things that we can't wrap our heads around, the things that keep us up at night, that make us question our lives, our existences. Yeah, but at the same you time, know, though, the problem I have is that the, the writings and the speakings are post... Like, the issue I have is that this is like a celebrity whom is respected and people kind of do like look at black celebrities and people of in positions of power like that to be a reflection of the black community as a whole and the problem i have with that is that it first has to be understood that most of the black community is not a part of the hotel community right like like that needs to be just laid out right there um and that also, um, I find it a bit interesting that, like, he apologized to the Jewish community personally, but he still is failing to recognize, like, in my mind, what he said is almost like he still feels like Viacom's oppressing him, which in my oh. mind, it, it, that's not the case. It's like, you stood ten toes down is something that you said that you didn't have to say. Like, even if you right. was trying to make a point about that, there are 10,000 ways he could have worded that without being so fucking offensive. Like, let's, yeah, let, let's, just, mean, let's just be real about that. Well, I mean, there's a, <clears throat> there's a huge difference between <laughs> validating, you know, blackness and being, you know, extra pro-black and making sure that we're you know, talking about our melanin and our power and, you know, whatever your belief system is and, you know, whatever. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't think anyone would have cared about him saying, you know, black people are melanated. And so I think that, you know, that that provides us a certain level of, you know, protection, protection from the or something. I mean, I mean, that there's, there's some science to that. Right, or, right, or, right. You know, whatever. The problem is when you start, you know, naming people as these different adjectives that become you know rude hateful whatever on a public forum people have the platform to call it hate speech um now it that's not to say that you know because this is another thing i'm seeing you know online is that well you know it is it's not any worse than what black people have to deal with being treated with that's not the point Right. The the point is not to say that black people aren't hated and that we don't receive hate speech. The point is simply saying that hate speech is hate speech. So the argument is not whether or not we want to weigh which hate speech is worse or better. It's just a simple fact is if you go on the platform and you say hate speech of any kind, um, no matter your race, you're, you're right. You're subjected to 
at the very least criticism and at and at the most you know as we see here things can be taken away from you if people want to dissociate well, well, here's from the, the, the root so, so what i don't like is this thing of saying someone's silencing you no 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 one's silencing you you've already said what you said you're, you're able you're able to continue saying it but if someone chooses to not align with your beliefs then that's okay. But to say that them not aligning with your beliefs is inherently them being anti-you and anti-black, I I, I, I I feel like that and that and please understand, I'm not saying Viacom hasn't had its its things over the years. Please, you know, but in terms of this specific situation, um that that's just not the case here. Well, for me, it just kind of feels like on one hand, you're you're advocating for bigger companies to be more active and proactive and handling, you know, people that represent them or affiliated with them with when it comes to racist issues and bigotry and hate speech. And mm-hmm. but it's almost like you're just astounded when that also can apply to anything that you do. Like it, right. it, it, this wasn't a white people are only supposed to be held accountable only and black people go by unscathed type of situation mm-hmm. where I, that, that game is never going to be played. I just, I just want that to be said. Right. But outside of that, you know, it's just, it's again, it's bad. It, it's particularly bad, especially when it's like, how am I trying to say this? It's bad now because i think we're now in a place where we're having more white allies than ever that are actually publicly standing with black people and i feel like i mean we're we're in a place where big corporations are like Mm -hmm. standing they've never done that right and so this is a big deal and Mm -hmm. so you're essentially when you say those type of things those people are included in that (laughs) like like you're coming for people who literally want better for us and honestly, I don't think that's fair. But at the same time, no. I, I, I think it's really interesting when black people kind of want to exist in white spaces and be paid by white people. But then you feel like you can af- say whatever you want to say that's derogatory towards white people. Right. And they're still supposed to be like, yeah, you're still employed. Yeah, you still get paid. I, I don't think that would make sense because if it was the other way around, it certainly wouldn't apply. We'd be like, get the fuck out of here. Right. So in my mind, to me, he he's almost acting as if like because they did not work with him in this scenario that they, they're just going so far off the map that he don't even know how they got there. Yeah. To me, it's, it's pretty clear yeah. how they got there. Like you said, hate speech is hate speech. It don't matter where it come from, right? And so, mm-hmm. like, understand, hate speech exists outside of race, you know? Hate speech well, yeah, can be targeted towards gay people or literally anything. It's not yeah. just a race thing. And so, in that sentiment that he's expressed, it's still a lack of accountability at that point. And when he did apologize, mm-hmm. it was kind of like, shout out to the, the Jewish people that informed me on stuff about the Jewish, you know, and talking to rabbis that actually informed me on that religion. And I'm looking at him like... Right, and see, the thing is, let's, let's, let's be very clear. I don't really give a fuck, like, about <laughs> if Nick knows or learns or this. I, I, I have zero interest, please understand, in his education um, or his rectifying things, you know, or not with the Jewish community, that, that has nothing to do with, you know, anything else that we got going on or anybody else got going on. My my only point is, is that it's the central principle for me is always going to be 
simply that you know actions have consequences and so and, 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 he deserves to be fired and, right and we understand and, and the thing is we're so easy to understand that until it applies to us, us you know and and that is and, and again you know I feel as though the bottom line is when you're choosing to uphold a very radical stream of thought, you need to be prepared or or be sure that that collective is able to take care of you outside the presence of what I call the proverbial white gaze, which means can this person be sustained, you know, both financially, socially, mentally, whatever, by the resources that, you know, this collective can provide? And, you know, clearly not. I mean, obviously, like we said, you know, Nick has plenty of money. He won't be broke. Um, He's not going to ever be broke. That's not really the point here. But in terms of Clearly, this matters to you to some degree to have the platforms that you have, to have the prison that you do have. I mean, like any entertainer or anyone that's famous, you even once you've made your initial millions of dollars and you're rich, you continue at a certain point outside of the money. It becomes ego. Like you, you love to see Nick Cannon's Wild and Out. You love to see Nick Cannon, you know, the mass, the host of the Mass Singer. These are things that America's you, Got Talent. Right. These are and, things that you value. From that too. And these are um known, you know, known companies that are mostly headed by whites, um, whether, you know, Jewish or not. Um, these are companies that also if anything, if nothing else, try to call themselves promoting diversity, whether that's happening or not, who knows? Um, we can we can examine that, but the reality is, these are these are entities that go beyond the Nick, you know, something that's called the Nick Cannon Channel. Okay, so <laughs> th- there can't unfortunately be a a catering um, to adjust him while he, you know, blatantly is you know, being hateful for another group of people. Yeah. Um, and, you know, with Nick, and this is not really completely relevant, but, you know, with Nick in recent years, I've actually seen him delve into quite a few um, of the, you know, the onk, you know, right, you know, kind of stuff. That, the whole tip speech. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, he's gotten into that and, um, you know, and we're not going to go into it and, today. And, but then, but then but, consistently seeing it as a blanket term for black people. Right, but, you know, but, or, or, you know, upholding people that, you know, weren't, you know, legitimate doctors and right, such like but, that, but, which is dangerous in and of itself to our health. Right, but here's really, what really was interesting to me was when he tried to make points about BT. And loving hip hop underpaying black people and saying that his own cast members on Wild and Out were underpaid. I'm looking at him like, and yet this is your first time speaking about something. Right. So, huh? did, so, so did you genuinely care about these black people being underpaid? Did you ever demand this previously, or were you willing to take a pay cut to pay more of these people on your team that you've so so value? Right, and so, you know, but but that but that's what always gets me about people. It's not until something big happens that all of a sudden people need to rally behind you, and you now see all these things that are so problematic. Right. They existed long before. Love and hip hop been on forever. Yeah, like it's been on for uh, almost what, a decade. Yeah, almost a decade at this yeah, point, right? Much, yeah. And 
BETs existed for far longer. Yeah. And these aren't things that we don't know. Yeah. And so, um, it's very interesting to me when it's like, the way I see it, is that you can't just all of a sudden, like you're making all these points because you want black people to be enraged with you and right. fight for you and be here for you. But at the end of the day, that you're using something where black people coming together and even having white allies that stand with us, you're abusing the moment. So to speak, like you're, Um, like you're using this for your own personal, like um, problems. Right. And for me, you know, it's not even about, you know, white allies stand with you or not. Right. Because I have this perception that, you know, I feel like allyship can be mythical anyway. I get get that. But my point is just saying like when allies as in numbers, like to have people be enraged and help bring light to something because you're, you're trying to say that, that pretty much that, his word is that they trying to put, a, he said this at one point, to put the Negro back in his place because he's outspoken. It's not that you're outspoken. It's it's kind of just like you're loud, you're wrong, you're right. offensive. That's right. the problem. Well, my, my issue is when people are saying like all of these, you know, all oh, this is, you know, anti-black. I'm like, well, it's not like. Well, ne- it's almost a point if you don't support it, then you're considered well, anti-black. Well, you know, I mean, whatever. But my, my point is like. When it comes to what he was saying, you would have really thought that this was an interview full of like a labor of love or an upholding of black people in our, you know, in our history and, you know, what's relevant to us as a, you know, as a collective people and, you know, our, our journeys and X, Y, Z. If I'm quite sure that if, you know, NBC, Viacom completely did away with him because of you know, uplifting black people, I'm sure we would all be right. more enraged and agree that, okay, that, yeah, you're clearly dis- displaying racism over there at Viacom. But the problem is when you add in this person is this, this person is that, barbaric. and this is not, this is not even the historical account, right? You're not even, you're not reading from a historical textbook saying this is what happened, you know, in, I mean, in 1555, you know, right. you're talking like in we, present but, tense. Like we know, but we know in history yeah. that they have done that. But right, like, right. That's, that's, and that, and that's not to be disputed. Right. And so I don't even think that anyone is disputing history on me, that end. But to me, it just comes back to relevancy. Right. And what did it have to do with what you're trying to say as of today? Other than to defame this group of people currently. Right. And so to me, so, that's kind yeah. of the the issue here. And so it's kind of just like, um, I find it really interesting too that he tried to say that like, they stole his billion dollar brand based on, you know, trust and. Well, I mean, you know, let's be clear. I mean, I, promises. It, you know, we all know how contracts go. I mean, you know, clearly he sold them the brand a long time ago, right? Um, the point is, okay, you want your yeah, rights, you want your ownership is, rights. He could have went um, on without it, like you, you know, because you, you came right back to MTV after right. got, they they cut it that first round. Cause yeah. This is coming back after the fact. This is your second swoop of Wild and Out. Yeah. Um, and so for me, it just kind of becomes now you're saying that you're demanding a billion dollar brand, and I'm like, so when where was this MG before? 
Right, but it's it's very interesting uh, the the word choice of I'm demanding my brand and basically you better give it to me and now I feel like that's the point of this is that you want everybody to rally behind so they actually mm-hmm. give you your brand so that if they try to continue this with any other host it'd be a, a big problem. Well, here's the thing, you know, at the end of the day, if the guy you know wants his brand or whatever, you know, whatever. Do you, you think he deserves it? it? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, he's putting the work for it. I mean, he's a household name with it. That's fine. I don't, I don't care about any of that. You, you can have your brand. You can do what you do not do. Put it on YouTube. Stream it on somebody's thing. Put it on Revolt TV. I think Diddy talked about offering that. Whatever. Well, he did, but you know, honestly, the way the Diddy's history with contracts, though. Well, contract. child, I mean, the reality is, I mean, you know, you want to go down that slippery slope with, you know, Diddy didn't so be it. All I'm saying is... That 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 to me is just the moot point, right? Where we are is essentially saying that the bottom line is it was improper to get on a public forum and said. spew a historical information and also um, posited in a way that you know that rendered hate speech i mean there's no other way to go around it and so as you can see neither one of us are here to debate um anyone about um you know the true origins of you know the first jews and who's the chosen people to and be that, honest, because because we right like like, like to <laughs> me that, that it's not really relevant right and and, that, and that's nothing about history that i need us to understand is is context um, meaning, you know, it's a, when you talk about recent history, which, I, you know, recent history can be classified as anywhere between the last 100 to maybe 400 years, right? That's recent history where we have, um, you know, a level of documentation and um, it's indoctrinated in our, in our current society, right? But, you know, maybe a thousand years from now, um, you know, thing will be so removed, society or whoever's here will be so removed, from that 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 becomes less relevant okay so in our case yeah we can still talk about how slavery and you know child slavery was is relevant to what's going on today in some capacities we can still talk about um obviously you know world war one and world war two and how these were consequential for america and its allies and xyz those things are relevant contextually but when we start talking about ancient history and ancient <laughs> Middle Eastern history where even the translation of information is in question. I mean, it several times over. Um, well, even I mean, especially when the, know, when the person who initially came about this has no credentials whatsoever. Right, so at a certain it. point, you know, we, yeah, we can trace a good number of things and, and provide a good number of, you know, contextual references to have an understanding of of that ancient past but the reality is there's less absolute certainty um compared to what we know to be most recently true but even if so, that was but, true, right? but for shits and giggles we could just say that that was the case mm-hmm. right what did it have to do with today why was that relevant to even speak on? My, my whole thing is, why can't we just uplift one another without feeling like we have to, you know, downplay another race? Because at that point, it still kind of just says that. In my mind, it's just, again, we're living our lives 
and comp being compared to white people. Well, and I, and I don't think so many of us understand that at a certain point, we're doing the comparing, right? Like, yeah. like, like to me, I, I, I just don't find it like in my daily life or in any capacity, I don't find it productive to do these comparison rituals about, you know, what makes this race, you know, superior or what makes us, you know, fall short or what makes us, you know, a better fit for this or more able to withstand it i mean okay cool you know you may feel like you have brownie points like oh you know we can do this you know <laughs> i mean okay cool but that doesn't do anything for my livelihood it's not personally. relevant to yeah, anything yeah. you know because the reality is and this is what the thing about people you know on twitter and to everywhere me, else need to understand but it just like it makes you feel good like, well, like yeah. I mean, that's all you said so, so, so let's call a thing a thing right like obviously you know you know, Nick Cannon's not about to give up his money tomorrow. He's not about to give up his name, as we clearly see. Um, he's not in a in any shape or form going to commit to doing away with what he's attained, whether through the means of whiteness or what have you, or proximity to whiteness. He's not going to give it up. So it's really unproductive for the rest of us <laughs> to be sitting here and arguing and defending speech that was clearly hateful um, to somehow bolster, you know, this as a as a black and, rights issue. But also, when we know that but it's also not. to compare, you know, I I was going through some of the comments, um, because the shade room reposted it, and it was really interesting watching a lot of celebrities that kind of tried to make points after the fact. Portia Williams being one from Real Housewives of Atlanta, who tried to say that well, Shane Dawson still has a show on YouTube, and he has a racist past. And I'm looking at Portia like. Um, again, why, because it, 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 like, like, this was even seen during the R. Kelly and Bill Cosby, like, court cases and stuff. Why is it that when black people do shit that's just not okay? Like, at the end of the day, it's not right. Period. Right. Like, morally, it's not right. But, but the in standard your mind, is whiteness, still. Right. Like, but, okay, well, this white person can get away with murder. They can get away so with, therefore, with rape. So, therefore, XYZ. black men should do it, too. Right. Like, what the, that, that, that doesn't yeah. work. Yeah. Um, because at that point in time, I would like to think that, as a black woman, I want to hold black men accountable. Because you should be if, if white people are so bad in your mind right then you should feel like i'm held to a higher standard than right, them, right like yeah, like yeah. so it still doesn't work in what yeah. you're trying to say so in my mind it's but even when Porsche said that i was like that's a moot point because shane dawson's channel has been completely demonetized and he's not getting no money his books have been pulled from shelves so again right. you're talking about something that you clearly know nothing about so it's kind of like I, I didn't get your point no. but um at the end of the day it, it still just kind of comes back for me that Nick fucked up, right? Mm-hmm. And you're—I'm pretty sure it, it hits harder because all of those people—they're up and comers, they're YouTubers, former Viners, you mm-hmm. know, who you had employed on your show, who no longer have a job, yeah. and fun—and a lot of those people were black. Yeah. So, like, are you going to come out of pocket personally to help them? Well, I mean, uh-huh. he should, right? <laughs> I mean, is that not? You know what we're saying. You know, redistribute the wealth. You know, I mean, let's do it. You know, because in my mind, I mean, they lost. They they lost the opportunity because of you, not because of anything that they did. But but the the problem is the problem is the framing of it is going to still blame the company. 
that they took the money off the table, that they took away the opportunity. But then he was even. But yeah, to me, you know. you're even saying that like you're saying your brand was a billion dollar brand, but you're saying that your own people were underpaid. It's kind of just like, and you were still content with that. So at what point? So now it kind of pulls into question your morals and how, and how you feel about black people. And well, so it, to me, it just feels like like I feel like Nikki has a history doing the same shit when shit don't work the way you want it to work. Then it's a black issue and it's not it's a nick yeah. cannon versus viacom issue right, and, that, right, and that's it right and and that's my thing i just and i don't like especially during these times where again there's already a fuck ton of racial tensions right now you're, mm-hmm. you're kind of adding something in it that ain't quite there right and at a, at a point where like these people didn't fire you for no reason they didn't fire you because you was born as a black man and right. you, no, that wasn't what this was like, I mean, come on Nick. like like 25 years with these people like come on like you know i mean like like seriously like like i mean you you were on at a time or came on with nickelodeon at a time that was very much so still um White. whitewashed you know so to really have had the platforms that he's had, um, and, and I, I think you know over the years, even before now, right? You know, I thought I think for a long while people really underrated Nick in, in terms of what he's done and been a part of. I mean, when you look at like the last twenty twenty five years, he's been doing things nonstop consistently. Um, so you know whether you know the music was good or not, I mean that's irrelevant. But I'm just saying everything else. He's but done but well even and, still, he's consistently still active. Yeah, he still has. He's always, he's always been paid. Um, you know, he's always had a job. He's always been prominent His as a whole black face. Adult life. And I'm sorry, you know, this has been the case, and I I, I just don't see how now, um, you know, he gets to stand here and and and, and now that he has this had had this new change of perspective that he was, you know, following or whatever. And all of a sudden that's supposed to be received well because On top of Cannon, that, though, you know? it's kind of just like, you could still believe in what, like, okay, let, let's be clear. I'm sure there are a fuck ton of celebrities and entertainers that are racist as fuck. Oh, of course. But at least they know, they have the wherewithal yeah. to keep that shit at the kitchen table. Right, and, and there's, there's a thing that I learned, you know, in my household growing up, and I'm sure you did too, about what's known as kitchen table talk right. um, as black people. Um, and, and people can call that, um, you know, well, you related to cult things, switching right, or but it's whatever, like saying but it's real. Things, but it's saying things that, like, are not politically correct or saying right. things that you wouldn't necessarily want to say in public or right. in front of people. It's something that you say probably in your home. I'm sure everyone has had you those know, moments yeah. where you said whatever they're going to say. Um, but the problem here is that when you bring that out to the public, the public has its right how they feel. to feel how they're going to feel. And whoever you're employed by can do the same damn thing. I can't go to my job and tell my job, you know, some really offensive, hateful shit. And then look at them like they're crazy if they fire me for and saying also, said hateful shit. Also, though, I and I'm, I'm kind of noticing this, too, out there. It's almost as if the new wave or the advocacy is to kind of have license to say whatever we want to say in these quote unquote professional environments um, 
whether it be hate speech or not, where hey, we we're black, wear. we should be able to do, um, you know, whatever we want to do. Basically. Um, you know, and, and also and, no accountability you know, whatsoever. Right. I mean, <laughs> no one else can, right? You know, a white person there say any speech or, you know, it's a bad person. We definitely got nip that in the butt, right? But, you know, we have to make sure that we have the right to do whatever we want to do. And that is that- not, to me, the plight that we should be chasing on Um, top of that i just think that at this point there isn't a clear goal as to what it is these people want because it kind of shifts into a question of equality ain't what y'all want no equality is not what you want because you want to be treated the same right you want to be treated like everybody else when you start saying that you shouldn't just nothing can ever happen to you ever because you're black and mm-hmm. your ancestry goes back to slavery and civil rights movement, like what the fuck are you even saying to me right yeah. now? So black white people only punish, white people no punish. Like no, yeah. that that doesn't work. Yeah. And so and to me, it's an asinine thought to even yeah. believe that that would be the reality. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it's just, I'm, I'm kind of getting annoyed with the consistent pushing of agendas. Right. Um, that, and it just doesn't apply and you're trying to make a square fit into a circle because that's more convenient for you versus just taking accountability for doing the things that you've done. Right. And that's kind of my overall issue is, is that that's the case. And again, I feel like a lot of the, because Nick Cannon is a black celebrity who people are going to look at him as to reflect the, at the attitudes of, and the perspective of black people. Right. Um, I, I, as a black woman do not feel that way. Um, or really apply any hotel ideals right. to my life especially when most of the hotel principles are very dismissive of black women well, yeah, issues. Massage and all yeah, that, it's just, yeah it just doesn't do anything for me personally yeah and um you know th- this is a sidebar but oftentimes you know a lot of things that they say sometimes are just so off the fucking wall that it's like how can anybody sit yeah. back and feel like this is a community I want to join yeah. but unless you know people people are just in the time of the internet people are just with everything um, yeah I mean and of course you know I mean like I said the internet provides a level of community in these radical you know thoughts and that you know that typically didn't have that platform you know obviously well because again and, and that's one of the issues the internet express information like this yeah, and there's I, no, there's little to no, you know, <laughs> validation or. But know, I think it makes people that. feel like it, it, it. It's sad because oftentimes the radical, like speech, makes people feel like there's something that they can belong to. Well, I think, yeah, I mean, and, it becomes personal, right? And I think that that's not always the case. I think that there's a lack of discernment really happening right now with determining like what's okay what's not okay what's for you what's not for you and i just think people are it's a a slippery slope and i find it a little bit difficult to support nick cannon right now um do i think he should have his brand yeah um do i think he's gonna get it maybe i'm up in the air about it because I don't, I think that if Vicon could figure out a way to make Wild and Not exist without them, <laughs> they'll do it. And I think that their way of doing that was would be just to hire another black 
influential person to potentially take over and that right. will make them just get off their back about it. And that's that. Like, but if they give it to them, that's great. If they don't, that sucks. But at the end of the day, um, you're dealing with the repercussions of your actions. You're now upset about not owning your brand, but here's the issue. People always understand what you're committing to when you're signing contracts. If you agreed to sign away your ownership of your brand, mm -hmm. then that's just kind of what it is, man. Yeah. Like, I mean, you've been in this industry for a long time, so I know you have your own lawyer that looks over your stuff and can explain yeah. stuff to you. Like, you're not no no young buck who's just not in entering, you know, this industry. Yeah. You're very well aware of how this goes with contracts. And if you talk about some, it was based on trust and promises and you're, you're re like the reviving of wild and now it's been on for a while now. Oh, so if yeah. you still ain't owned your brand this amount of time, then who dropped the ball? Exactly. Um, especially like, I would feel like if I got people under me that I'm trying to make sure it still can eat, it can still work. And the very, like, like at this point, even with like all the people that are on Wild and Out, you know, they're Viners, Instagrammers, YouTubers. That's a very congested oh, yeah. area right now. Like everybody's a YouTube comedian and mm. an Instagram comedian. So these people finding work is not going to be like how it was. You know, like back in the day, oh, you had yeah. your, your few token comedians. Like you don't have that no more. <laughs> so, yeah, well, because it's just like, you know, and that's another thing with the rise of Twitter and black Twitter. Like, Everyone has a stage. I mean, you know, anyone can put up a few memes and, you know, they can now be the go-to, you know, person for the laughs. You know, I mean, it, it's not, like you said, it's no, it's no longer a, a genre specific. I need to go here to find, you know, my black laughs. I can go log ahead. on any Just time of day anywhere. and find it. Yeah. Anywhere. So, um... Yeah, so, yeah. at the end of the, my ending thoughts were, you know that um nick fucked up and i i think what saddens me most of all is that i i still don't think he gets <laughs> i don't think he gets it which well, what, what he gets is the check getting canceled that's Basically. what he got that's what he got <laughs> he got that the check but, was but getting canceled. the thing about it though you know what was really surprising the mass singer kept him i thought that they would have let him go well because you because you would see, think that the Viacom made their move first and I don't think that Nick expected them to stand on 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 all fronts with with their shit. So when Fox probably came to him like, "What the fuck is going on?" He's whipped that shit around in that yeah, twenty four hour period. He yeah, yeah, with Fox, he didn't he didn't stand down. He didn't stand up with Fox with that bullshit of, you know, like he did Viacom. He was like, "Oh wow, Viacom really just said fuck off me. me." Yeah. So now, you know, with Fox, you made sure to do enough damage control. Um, because you know, because honestly, I would have believed Fox to cut your ass before. I mean, uh, considering Fox's you know, history now. You know, I mean, but you know, but yeah. So, well, especially considering the mass singer, like Wild and Out, it seems to be very hip hop centric. Well, it's a different. It's a different genre, right? So that's just my point: is that you you can kind of tell the demographics for Wild and Out that's going to be specific. Right. They're targeting black people, whereas I feel right. like. The mass singer is more family friendly. Everybody's in it. Yeah. Um. 
So I, that, that's why I think that's why I honestly thought the Masked Singer, he was going to be cut for sure. I didn't think Wild and Out was going to go, but the way that it happened in reverse, and I think it brought the light for him too. You've had a very long-standing relationship with Viacom, and they still said no. Like, you're still not beyond <laughs> being let go for doing right. stupid shit because at any point that you're, you know, damaging a brand, that's going to be problematic. I do, however, find it interesting that Viacom moved with the quickness to fire Nick, but they did not do the same thing with Snoop Dogg when he was threatening Gil. I find that to be really interesting. Well, I mean, we know why that's the case. Why was that? I mean, Gil's a black woman, right? And mm. so, you know, and, and so, and that's why, and, and that's the thing, like, I want everyone to know we can have more than one conversation at a time, right? Like, we can say that speaking out against Jews in that manner is hate speech while acknowledging (laughs) that the valuation of black women and black issues is, in fact, undervalued, right? Like, like, like those those can exist, Um, you know, but but my, my only point is that they exist, <laughs> meaning that we can have each conversation as as, right, as, but, as they but, apply. But see, but that's what just comes to mind to me is that because it got to a point where I was watching, I can't remember what the show also was. Also, people were that... calling for Snoop Dogg to be removed, like for Viacom to be active with getting Snoop Dogg off air because of his statement. And also but... note that some some people or powers that be or what have you have no issue. Um, with the defamation of black women if it's coming from a black man um, because it, you know, to them softens the blow and it, they, they like giving that authority um, to, you know, black men, you know, to have that platform to do so and, and in fact um, you know, in, in many cases I'm sure there's some black men that enjoy or find solace that they have that, that role that they can, you know, subjugate, you know, black women, you know, in the way that some of them do. Obviously, we know that's not all black men. You know, we know that there's some wonderful, beautiful, amazing black men out here that right, love right, right. our black women. We're just saying for those that disparage them consistently. Um, yeah, you know, in, in more ways than one. You know, it, it's clear that they know where, you know, who's gonna support it. You know, and that's just that. I mean, yeah, but I just it's just really interesting. That just when you're looking at how Viacom is operating, um, it's it's just really crazy when you think about it. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's getting it, it's just it's just. But it's it's getting just, weird. Yeah, but I was like, you know, <laughs> let, let me not start showing where my alliances lie so soon. But you know, but no, I mean, it's strange, you know. But it's it, it's 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 politics i mean everything is politics and, and that is what i want to kind of note that you know someone has made good points recently that at the end of the day everything is political um and i wouldn't even say that things just became political i just i think that some things are inherently political um even when they shouldn't be right i don't think some decisions should be or political nor should life be so political but that's that's just where we are as a people. Um, well, right, which is why I always find it interesting. People be like, oh, this goes politics. I'm like, well, well you kind of can't avoid at that. some point. Like, your politics actually end up shaping and informing everything else, right? Which like, is actually very true. You know, I mean, like, 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 right and politics, not as 
I'm a Democrat versus Republican, right? But politics as in your entire worldview and your operation in tandem with it. So, like, you know, I, you know, if, if we were to talk about very briefly, like, desirability politics or whatever, and, like, you know, I am, you know, a black man who's, you know, cisgendered and I have this amount of privilege, X, Y, Z, you know, the... You know, unfortunately, whether I want to have that conversation or not, or feel like that's something to engage with people on, um, I, I that is a lived politic, um, because of the world around us. Um, so you know, it's it's okay to not care about it, right? Like we could easily say, oh, "I don't give a fuck about this shit. I don't give a fuck about this. I don't give a fuck." About this. I mean, it's very easy to, you know, I do it all the time. But um, it's like you know, your favorite thing. Yeah, to... yeah. I don't, I don't have well, to well, care about like certain things. It's like you're always in know? a perpetual state of indifference. Is how I like. Yeah, to say I mean, it. like, I mean, like, we can say we don't give a fuck all the time, but just understand that 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 can sometimes, you know, leave you where I, where where, I, where you are. I just think right now. I just want people to, you know, actually process what the fuck is happening and thinking mm-hmm. about things so much clearly and waiting for evidence and yeah. and then draw your conclusions. Stop running behind stuff and just blindly following. At that point, you're just being sheep. And um, that's that, you know, and well, that's just what I'm You can follow it. You cannot follow it. It doesn't really matter. What you need to understand is, <laughs> is that the world's going to keep spinning. I was spinning. waiting for it doesn't really it's matter gonna to keep come about. spinning and it's going to continue to do what it's going to continue to do with or without you and your, you know, approval. And and, and that's just what people got to understand. You, you can do whatever the hell it is you want to <laughs> do. Seriously. You really can. But to believe that everybody else or everything else is just going to like start conforming onto yeah, you can what believe, you're doing. Yeah, you believe, believe, but like, I believe. Right. And, and so that's fine. So as you know, I get, here, well, I guess my point is that too many people just conform without even understanding what they're right. conforming like, to. Like to me, you know, you can say, oh, you know, I believe that, you know, you should go out here and you know, wear a sweater in, in, in the heat, you know, because and I'm not gonna, you're not gonna you know, get hot. Right, because I'm telling you you know, you have melanin. So you're not going to get heated up, you know, the way that you think you're going to get heated up. So you can do this and, and be then, fashion. And, you'll be fashion. And then you have a heat stroke. Yeah, and but and then it becomes, you know, the white man put the heat up high that they just killed me, right? <laughs> you know, but, you know, or, or, mean, or, yeah. or conveniently you did something wrong to make you pass out. It had nothing to do with what I well, said. What, what, what you told me. <laughs> what I said you know, is still fast. Right. You know, and of course, you know, obviously, you know, that's a trivial example. I mean, who would believe that shit? But I mean, at this point, you don't know who believes. I mean, that. at I this mean, point, there's, there's scales are racist, right? Girl, we're we not about to get up. They ain't about to get us out of here that quickly now. Woo! We, check we, in for episode you know, two. <laughs> we ain't about to deal with facts this quickly now. Oh, we're going to jump into an episode two. We're going to really get into this because. um. Yeah, I'm not about to get you. You gonna get in on that? I'm gonna be listening. I'm I'm going. They ain't about the um. <laughs> they ain't about to throw me to the wolves. They ain't gonna throw nobody to the wolves because facts are facts. <laughs> because here, the perspectives are always what? rooted in logic. Yep. Yeah, get. Mm. <laughs> 
Oops, I forgot I was not watching TV. <laughs> Y'all have a good day. So if you want to uh, find us and engage or respond to anything that we said today on um, Logical Perspectives, you can find us at Where's the Logic on Twitter. That's Where's Your Logic um, with no apostrophe. Um, we are here. Welcome. Oh, it's about to be on. Yeah, it's, and pop it. it's our first podcast. Yes. <laughs>